You're listening to episode number 25. Welcome to the Powerhouse Podcast. My name is Megan Swanson, former Miss Nebraska turned entrepreneur and expert pageant interview coach. And each week right here, we bring you a motivating conversation to help you discover just how to unlock the winner within you. Get ready for expert pageant interview secrets, life coaching strategies, and tons of personal development. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Now, let the podcast begin. What's up, everybody? This is episode 25, like we talked about. We had a little bit of a glitch where I actually had this entire podcast recorded. And it was a little frustrating because it literally like recorded four minutes of it. And then I have no clue what the heck happened. And so we got four minutes of the old episode. And then the other 21 minutes was gone. And I was so frustrated because I felt like it was such a good episode. So I'm going to try to recreate how awesome the other one was, but sad that that's gone forever. But anyways, this week, I'm, I'm really excited to share with you guys um, seven things that upon pondering about this week's episode, I feel like I say that every single week, but seven things that if I were you guys, because I have been in your shoes, I competed. Um, for those of you guys who are just starting to listen to us, I, I was a former Miss Nebraska in 2014. And now my sister is the current Miss Nebraska currently actually at Miss America's Outstanding Teen right now, which is so special to watch her experiencing everything that I did with what seems like my former self when I was barely 21 years old. Now I'm 26, almost 26 and a half. Hashtag old maid. But um, I'm really excited to share with you guys seven things today that I just wish that somebody would have told me, to be honest. I wish that somebody would have helped align me, what I was going through, what I was dealing with um, in this season of ending 2019, coming into September, ramping things up. Um, Can you guys, or sorry, coming into October, uh, August, almost September. My mindset's totally on September because that's when I have a lot of coaching coming up. But can you guys believe that it's the end of July already? I think I like have to pinch myself sometimes where I'm like, dude, where did the summer go? Raise your hand. Um, if you are from, don't raise your foot by the way, cause if you're driving, you're probably driving or doing your makeup or something while you're listening to this, but raise your hand if you're from a state where it snows. I got to raise both hands because last Winter was literally the longest winter, I think, of my entire existence. Um, born and raised in 1993, um, the good old days before technology and phones, which is crazy to think about. But hopefully this winter will not be as bad. I'm already dreading like September coming in October because I'm like, yo, I'm not trying to have nine months of winter again, basically no spring and no fall. So send up the prayers for that because we all know that winter is no fun. Although I do have a couple friends who love winter to which I say literally how. Anyways, before we get started, I'm really excited. I want to celebrate a couple awesome people. First and foremost, we have one of our clients, Elise, who is in our teen program in Indiana. She was second runner up to Miss Indiana's Outstanding Team last year and she absolutely dominated, literally dominated her entire pageant um, last weekend and won the title of Miss Northeast Outstanding Team. She won interview. She won talent, she won tons of scholarship, and she is a small but mighty little boss woman. So for sure, a powerhouse. Go look at the links to her social media 
in our um, show notes on Podbean or on our website if you want to take a look at that. Um, actually, I think it also, yeah, it's also in our iTunes. So if you guys, um, in our iTunes, did that sound like such an old person statement to you? Cause it did to me, LOL. Um, but we want to celebrate her. We are all about celebrating wins around here. Wins can be something big, like winning a pageant wins can also be something really small. Like you went through something really hard in your day today and it took you three minutes or 30 minutes to get over it instead of 30 hours or three days or 30 days. And uh, so we love celebrating around here. People aren't celebrated enough. We talked about that last week. If you need to learn how to be your best cheerleader, go listen to episode 24 from last week. Wow, that was a seamless transition. I'm patting myself on the back for that one. Okay, um, other updates. We have Miss America's Outstanding Team going on right now. Um, so many of the candidates are there. I counted like 25 in a picture that I saw yesterday. They are doing their thing. And uh, it's just so beautiful to see all the diversity in the women this year. Um, I think it's incredible. We got girls from all shapes and sizes, different backgrounds. And I think that that's a really beautiful indication of where Miss America is hopefully headed. And along those lines, we now know, drum roll, where and when Miss America is. And that is super exciting. So it will be, finals will be Thursday, December 19th, in the bleak midwinter, anybody know that reference from a children's book? Um, December 19th in the middle of Antarctica, aka Connecticut, which is north of New York City, by the way. Super cold, so bring your parkas. None of us are going to look cute. All of us are going to be wearing snow boots and then change our, boot, change our shoes into high heels, pretty much, because it's going to be cold, okay? So I already have all my stuff booked. Encourage you guys, um, if you are looking to go to Miss America, I know so many of my powerhouse, powerhouse girls want to go, hashtag in their matching outfits, which is a real thing that's happening. Um, if you guys want to go, like I, my flight to get there was almost sold out already. Um, I'm going like a week before. We're kind of guessing when prelims will be. There's for sure probably not going to be a show me your shoe parade. That's for sure when you really think about it, which is kind of sad and weird. But we'll see um, what else they have cooking up for this year. Um, we were looking at Airbnbs, hotels, different things. So I would highly encourage you, um, go online and look at what you want to do, um, as early as possible because they are going very, very quickly. So that is all the announcements for today. And let's hop into this week's episode. Okay. So like I said, we are going to be going over seven tips, tricks, things I just wish that I would have known that when I was competing, uh, I just didn't think about these things, you guys. I was so focused on, you know, mindset, which is great, and tangible, practical skills, which is great. Um, I was kind of good at keeping track of current events. But when I was putting together this list, um, which now in hindsight sight should have definitely been in a different order, but that's kind of funny. We will go with the below on this. Um, I really think these, these things are going to help you and I'm pumped about it. So let's just dive in, shall we? Um, by the way, if you guys are not subscribed yet on iTunes and you have an iPhone, AKA the best phone, um, make sure that you guys are subscribed so you can get all these updates. And, um, if you were to miss something on social media, it'll give you an auto update to your phone. And I would really, really appreciate if you guys left um, a review of how this podcast has changed your life, of how we've been able to speak into your life. Some of you guys for you know 25 weeks, we've taken two weeks off the podcast, so really 27 weeks into the year, over halfway. I would just love to hear some feedback of um, what have been your favorite episodes, 
What are the things that you'd like to hear in the future? We have a contact us form on our website, powerhousepageantry.com that you guys can always fill out. Um, we have people who reach out to us every single week with testimonials and just different cool things that are happening in their lives. And then obviously, um, as we're kind of wrapping up our onboarding for 2020, at least the fall and winter seasons, um, you'll want to make sure that you guys set up a strategy call with us to join the greatest group of girls ever. Um, if you want to be a powerhouse girl or if we're not the right coach for you, fantastic. We'll talk about that in a little bit, but just wanted to kind of put that in front of you guys because we are only onboarding 15 clients on an individual basis for the fall and 15 for the spring. And that is a very, very strict number. I will not go any more than that because we really do believe in being super intentional. Great. Great. Capiche. So I know you're dying to know, living to know what number one is. Okay. So we're going to dive right in. Number one is what you carry in life. You carry into interview. So I don't care what people say, but if you have a fight with your boyfriend the day before and you go to bed crying and you wake up and you got an interview, even if it's at 1 PM and you guys have time to talk it out, that's going to affect your interview. If you are dealing with family issues, if you're dealing with friendship issues, if you feel like one of the girls at your pageant is mad at you, if you feel like the directors hate you, if you feel like the judges gave you a weird side eye when you accidentally saw them in the hallway, it's going to affect your interview. Okay. So one of the approaches that is a bit different about powerhouse pageantry around here is that we really focus on helping you become a complete person, um, spirit, soul, and body, relationally, mentally, emotionally, because guess what? You are a person that exists outside of pageantry. And if I just were to treat my clients, show up, do some questions, even if I really helped you develop your value system and how you believe about current events, which we do, obviously, you guys, what I've found in the last four years is that it's just not enough. If we don't have this global perspective of being able to, how a lot of life coaches say, watch yourself as you are experiencing life and kind of that third eye approach, then it's going to be really hard for you to be able to talk to yourself in the way that you need to, to be successful in interview. So my, um, what I want to encourage you guys in today that I, I really didn't completely understand when I was competing is that you guys try and be self-aware, maybe keep a journal for a week of just when you guys feel low and when you feel you know, kind of high and great, not feel high. Sorry, cut that out. But you guys get what I mean. When you're having low moments and when you're having great moments, okay, the highs and the lows of life, it might even be a great practice for you. I know some families do this at the dinner table. Um, And a good friend of mine do this almost every single day, but talking about the high and the low of our day, um, that might seem kind of silly, but it's actually a really great awareness practice to be able to do a daily review of sorts. Um, My mentors, my business mentors have me do a, do a weekly, monthly, and daily review. And it's amazing what even just taking five minutes to talk about, okay, here's how I procrastinated. Here's why this was such a great day. Here's why I was really productive today. Here's why my mood was really great. Did I uh, stick to my commitments? Those types of things, which we'll talk about in just a second. Those things frame your mindset and your identity, the foundation of who you are, so much more than you think that they do. Okay. So what you carry in life, you carry into interview. I want you guys to write that down, put it on a sticky note, make a phone background about it, whatever. Maybe I'll make a little quote thingy. Um, but really that's a, that's a huge 
huge thing that if you can grasp that, especially for some of you guys who are listening who are much younger in your process of pageantry, maybe you're still an outstanding teen. You guys, I promise there are 45 and 50 year olds who don't know this. There are 60 year olds who've been working the same job their whole life because, you know, really what your life is, is a reflection of who you believe that you are and what you think that you deserve because we all get what we allow in life. And, um, there's nothing wrong with working for the same company, obviously for 40 years, if that's your jam and you love it, like holla to the Luya. Great. Best for you. Um, but a lot of my girls around here and a lot of people who do pageants are people who love to grow and love change and, um, love to make a difference. And so I want to empower you guys to live your best life as weird as that sounds. And as cliche as that sounds through making, um, really excellent choices and being able to see things from, um, a more global perspective than, than, Oh, this is just for a pageant. Cause then you can get burnt out too. And I don't want you guys to get burned out by, having such a tight grip on something that it slips away from you. Okay. So moving on to number two, I really love this one because this has been such a pivotal, um, aha moment and aha thought in my own life. And number two is I want you guys to make a list of the people that you love most that have been with you through times which you had nothing to give in return. I'm going to repeat that. Make a list of the people that you love most that have been with you through times that you could that you didn't have anything to give in return. Okay. Um, I know I stumbled over that a little bit, but you guys get the picture. So why is this important? Because sometimes the people that you might off the top of your head think are there for you in every aspect. If you really sit down and think about it, and I've had some clients do this, um, your boyfriend your best friend, your family members, the people that you are currently spending the most time with may not actually be the people that you could truthfully say are there for you in the times when you have nothing to give in return. Um, should we be friends that are mutually beneficial in other people's lives? Yes, right? I shouldn't just be a friend who's a parasite, who's a taker, who's somebody who just forces you to listen to me all the time and then I'm not willing to give you the light of day. That's called a parasitic relationship and a toxic, you know, friendship relationship, whatever, for a reason. It should be mutually beneficial. But at the same time, um, it is really important to look around and to look at the people that you're spending the most life with because I guarantee you, you're adopting their language, you're adopting their mindset. You're adopting their mannerisms, you're adopting their patterns, and you're adopting their habits. Okay. I've noticed this in my own life. People make fun of me sometimes because I say yo all the time. And uh, guess why? It's because my best friend Kaylee says yo all the time. And I can't help it because I think it's hilarious. So I do it all the time, right? And that's a practice that I have adopted completely subconsciously, like in the last five months. Okay. It's really funny. And if you really look at even a family structure, like a healthy family, why do we say, like I say this all the time, when I spend a lot of time with my dad, I see so much of my brother Ian, it's ridiculous. And then now, uh, I'm because my brother uh, lives in Washington, D.C., and I don't get to see him very often. And it's so funny now that I have that separation that I look at my dad and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the reason why my brother is the way that he is. Like, 
holy crap, never realized it before. And then I have tons of moments where I laugh my head off because I know I'm acting exactly like my dad with like his humor. And then I know I have moments when I'm acting exactly like my mom and it just cracks me up because I spend, you know, a lot of time with them and family is a huge value to me. And then I look at the friends in my life and my sense of humor is derived from them. The, the topics that I like to talk about are a derivative of what they like to spend time reading and doing and participating in my hobbies, my habits, all those types of things. And so the great news about that is it only takes one really, really good friend to change that experience for you. And we'll talk a little bit more about that on number four. But let's move to number three. So number three is stop procrastinating. It's affecting your entire life. Whew, okay, take a deep breath. We've all procrastinated before. I've procrastinated before. But I want to give you guys um, just a couple tips. I was talking to somebody actually about this earlier today. I want to give you guys a couple tips that will help you with this because um, procrastination is what a, one of the nastiest traps in our life to not only like obviously productivity, um, but really like your overall success. And I want to show you how this relates to the things that you really care about. Obviously pageantry for a lot of you guys listening. So when we are procrastinating, we are procrastinating because like I tell you guys all the time, we are afraid of the emotion that's attached to the event. So let's just take a very common example. You have a big research paper, it's coming up, you have a month to do it, and now we have four days left and you're freaking out. And all of a sudden, because there's that time clock that's artificial but real in your mind, you start ravenously working on this thing. It stresses you out for four days, but somehow you get it done. Okay? Studies have shown that the reason why people do that is not having anything, doesn't have anything to do with their ability. It doesn't have anything to do with the fact that it is actually a really huge um, insurmountable challenge, but it's really because people um, feel a loss of control in those situations. And by not taking action, as dumb as this sounds, there's so many obstacles in our life that we put and make obstacles because when we don't take action, um, our brain is actually telling us that we have a sense of control by not taking action. Okay. And so a strategy that I want you guys to utilize, um, in the practice of your life. And again, I was just telling my friend about this this morning is they say researchers have studied this extensively and they say that the amount of like rest and, um, de-overwhelming nature that your brain feels just by simply taking one action toward that end result that you want to have can dissipate tons of overwhelm. So for example, what you can do is create an outline in the same scenario, just creating an outline of starting with where you want to end up. Here's kind of my intro that I want to start with. And here's, you know, maybe the six to eight points that I want to make in this six to eight page research paper. Okay. Studies have shown that just doing that will help to take away so much overwhelm because actually taking action, even if it's small, you guys, builds tons of self-worth, tons of self-worth, you guys. And it's, it's, we're all wired for wanting control, like in every aspect. It doesn't mean that you're a control freak, but we all want control because it makes us feel comfortable and it makes us, um, you know, feel like we have control over that end result. So a weird thing about procrastination is that if you're doing that in one area of your life, you guys, I promise you that you're probably doing that in areas of your pageant experience. But guess what? I want to help you guys because this all starts with something else and that's called 
having a clear enough vision that you actually can kind of formulate what those steps might be. I get questions all the time of, well, I just get really overwhelmed because I don't even know where to start. Okay, great, great question. So glad you asked, okay? Again, these are real tangible things that I wish that I would have known that could have helped my trajectory of where I was going, say, you know, at the beginning of pageant season. You guys all have till like June, till your state pageants, unless you're listening and you're part of a different pageant system, which is great. Um, you guys can still utilize these practices. You might just have to shorten the um, time frame a little bit. So getting a big enough vision and a clear enough vision for exactly where you want to go. And please, no, 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 that doesn't mean like, I know I want to win Miss Rhode Island. No, that's not clear enough, okay? I want you to have a vision for and do the research, okay? Because once you have a vision, then you'll, it'll back up with the emotion to have the um, passion enough to want to take action. Remember our self-coaching model, circumstance, thought, emotion, action, result. So while you're getting frustrated with just trying to, oh, why can't I just make the stupid outline? Or why can't I just go to the library and research? Or why can't I just look on Instagram and look at the kinds of dresses that might look good on me? Okay. That's because before we change an action, we have to change the emotion and change the thought towards it. And how we change a thought towards it is getting a clear enough vision, writing it down on paper of exactly the end goal that I would like to end up at. You know, you hear those leadership principles all the time, have the end in mind. That very much is true because it's a lot easier to work backwards from knowing that I want to purchase a purple car that's a four door that has a you know moon roof with it and it has leather seats and it's 2015 or newer that's going to help me to narrow down a lot of my search to where i'm not just you know we've all like online shopped where you just are kind of searching and searching and searching and then all of a sudden you're exhausted and you've been online for two and a half hours and you have four hundred dollars worth of things in your cart why because you went in and you didn't have a strategy. You didn't have a clear vision rather than coming in and saying, I want this pair of shoes in this size and this color. That's all I'm looking for today. And that is the boundaries of what I'm going to spend today or walking into a makeup store. I'm so culprit of this. If I did not go in saying I only, and it's funny, I actually need to buy makeup today or tomorrow. So this is why this is on my mind. And if none of y'all raised your hands, then you are all liars because I know that you all just resonated with that makeup analogy or else you ain't, you ain't even a pageant girl, okay? So let's move on to number four. Like I said, this connects a little bit to number two. Probably should have made this number three, but you know what? We flow in today. So number four is I want you guys to decide on who your voices in your life will be, okay? So you've made a list now. Go back and listen to this again. You've made a list of friends, family, teachers, coaches, you know, other who you would call your best mates in your life, right? Australian world word. I want you guys to decide distinctly on who your voices in your life will be. Um, one of the best things that I've ever done in my life, you guys, is setting myself up with mentors. And I love the quote, let me get this right. When the mentee is ready, the mentor will show up. So consider this me flagging you down, okay, that if you have been attracted to this podcast, you've come and listened to this podcast, it's probably God giving you a sign that this you're, that you're in the right place at the right time, okay? And I don't say that in a pushy way at all, because guess what? If this, if you just need to take away from this that you need to find a mentor and I'm not the right one for you, no hard feelings whatsoever, get down with your bad self, girl, go find that mentor, because it'll change your life, okay? So go research online, go hashtag pageant coach, go hashtag life coach, whatever kind of coach you are needing, maybe it's a talent coach, maybe it's a, something else, maybe you need to go to therapy, you know, whatever. But finding a mentor, you guys, can be scary because it requires you to take a risk 
And, but I will say that every single leader that I know, every mentor that I've ever hired, because I, I, you've heard me say this a million times, but I think every coach should have coaches. Every mentor should have mentors. Um, people who are really successful, you guys, and who win in life, the more that you, you start to surround yourself with, with really winners, they have all taken calculated risk in their life. And they can tell you stories of failure that have gotten them to triumph. Um, if you guys want to go back and learn a little bit more about that and you have some fear of failure or taking action, go back to our massive imperfect action episode super long ago, but that'll encourage you, um, how to keep taking steps of massive imperfect action. Um, talking about how people who have succeeded the most have, um, failures along their path. Okay. And they can talk about, um, those failures. Now that I think about it, maybe that was an inner circle call and wasn't a podcast, but Hey, that's maybe that's a thing where you need to join the inner circle. So I'll go back and check on that. But if it's not an episode, cause obviously me recording right now, can't go back and look at it. It was an inner circle call. I think February it was, but maybe I also did it on the podcast. So go back and look. Otherwise girl, you need to get down to bad self and join the inner circle because hello, mentorship, community, everything. Okay. So I want you guys to do some research on who might be that perfect mentor for you. If you vibe with us, awesome. Set up a strategy call. You can go to powerhousepageantry.com and fill up, fill out the contact us form um, or the little blip that comes up when you put your email in um, online. I'd highly suggest doing the contact us form though, because that's a little quicker and goes directly to us. Otherwise you can um, DM powerhouse pageantry on Instagram. Obviously um, that's probably the quickest way. If you're like, Oh my gosh, this inspire me. I need to hire a mentor. Wow. You're right. Um, yes, I am right. But that's cause I've done it in my own life. So find a mentor, pick one. Okay. Next one, choose a mentor. Because here's what I don't want to hear from y'all, okay? We can get stuck in the researching phase where all y'all might be super good researchers. You're great at researching shoes. You're great at researching rings for your future marriage. You're great at researching dresses. You're great at researching different kinds of, I don't know, coffee or fun Pinteresty things, whatever, wall art, things for your future home. We all do it, okay? But how many of y'all know that sometimes we are real good at bookmarking things and putting them in a little save file, raising both my hands because me too. But it's a completely different story to actually take action on that. And I get it. There's a little bit of fear there. There's a little bit of risk there. Okay. But the right mentors will help alleviate those fears. Um, they will always be who they say they are, first of all. And let me just say, I've made good investments and bad investments. By bad investments, I don't mean scammy investments, but just ones where somebody ended up not being able to provide me with what exactly I needed and they, or they weren't the personality fit that I was looking for. So really do your research and the right coaches, you guys will qualify you as much as you qualified them. Um, that's why we take every single girl who's interested in working with us through like an hour, sometimes hour and a half long qualifying process. Um, but it's really fun because we just ask you a million questions about you and it's actually like so fun. Um, I enjoy it because I get to know the greatest girls in the whole world. And when I know it's a fit and I'm like, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Welcome to the fam. Wow. That was so good. That rhyme didn't plan that at all. But when you find the right coach, you guys, you'll know, she'll know, everybody will know. And it'll just literally be like, welcome to the pearly gates of the powerhouse fam, because you just know that whether you're our tribe or not, right. You should know that. And even though there might be a little bit of gurgling in your stomach, because you're making an investment in something, you should have peace in your spirit. You should know that if you really like went to bed at the end of the day, that you made the right decision. And even if it's naturally a little bit scary, that um, it's going to help you get to that next level. So decide who those mentors are going to be 
take the risk, choose a mentor, and then please do the work. Please do what they tell you to do. Okay. Please like sign a letter to yourself saying, Hey, I'm going to take this opportunity seriously. I'm going to do what my coach says because I'm here to grow. Cool. Cool. Okay. Moving on to number five. Number five is get disciplined. I know no one likes this word. I don't like this word. It's easier to go with the flow. I'm a very flowy kind of gal. I like flowy clothes. I got long, flowy, flingy arms, and that's kind of my vibe, okay? So um, getting disciplined. You guys, I know you've heard this a million times, but every single leader who is successful, okay, and I'm trying to be better about this, not trying because I hate when people say trying. I am being better about this in my own life. Every successful person, you guys, has a killer routine. Um, there's something, we, we talked about this a little bit last week, but there's something about being true to your word down to the letter, not in a legalistic way, but when you, it's been proven that when you actually follow through with even the little things, okay, getting up at the same time every day, or just getting up when you set your alarm, not 25 minutes later, when you set your alarm, going to bed, when you say you're going to journaling every day, like you say you're going to being on time for things. Okay. The little things end up producing the big things in your life. Okay. Sending that text when you say you're going to getting coffee with a friend when you say, Hey, we should catch up and get coffee sometime. Okay. Those little things end up making a humongous difference in your life because what it does is it actually is building an incredible amount of self-worth and building your self-image because your subconscious can trust the words that come out of your mouth. Watch self-doubt fizzle away because your word actually means something. Okay. The people that you respect, if you really think about it, their voice means something. And when they speak, you feel like mountains are going to move. You feel like things are going to progress. You feel like they have influence and power and that something behind their words actually moves the ball forward. You can have that too, you guys, but it starts with getting disciplined. Okay. Moving on to number six, who is struggling with mental blocks? Raise your hand. Okay. Everyone has raised their hand before for this, or at least at one point. Okay. Everyone in a pageant has struggled with mental blocks, even me. Okay. I have mental blocks that I struggle with in my business, which is why I have coaches who encourage me and I get on mindset calls and all these different things because we just can't do this alone. We're called the community. Go back to numbers two and four. If you don't have good community, we'd love to invite you as part of the family. Again, reach out to us, website, DM, Instagram, all that jazz. Okay. No excuses, guys. You know exactly how to find us. If you're miserable, it's probably because you're trying to do this alone or you and your mom are spending 12 hours a day together yelling at each other because you're just too close to comfort. Okay. We've all been there. Not necessary. So how do we stop struggling with mental blocks? Well, that is a book that I will write one day because I could literally talk about this for nine hours with 900 different strategies. But the one I'm going to tell you guys today is really simple. And I'm going to repeat it a couple times because it's probably going to pass over your mind like the first time. So the reason why we struggle with mental blocks primarily at our foundation is because we have an unfound answer in our head that needs a solution. I'm going to say that again. We have an unfound answer in our head that needs a solution. Okay. And here is the solution for that, that I want you guys to think about. I want you to close your eyes unless you're driving, don't close your eyes. And I want you to cycle through the different areas of your life and find the glitch, find the inconsistency. I want you to think through, okay, my physical health, 
Am I being true to my word? Going back to number five, am I disciplined in that? Or am I lowering my self-worth and there's a mental block or there's shame or there's fear, or there's guilt there? Because whenever I think about going to the gym, I just think about, well, people are going to look at me weird and I don't have a buddy and I don't know what to do and I'm fat and I don't like the way that I look. So I'm just not going to go. Okay. First of all, there are little micro tiny solutions that you can, again, take tiny action like we talked about earlier to help you get there. Guess what? If you're really serious about that, go at five in the morning when no one's there. Go at 2 p.m. when everyone's at work. Take a buddy with you or wear your hottest gym outfit that makes you feel really, really awesome. Okay. Um, wear looser clothing if you need to. Um, build yourself up and listen to a bunch of encouraging music or a podcast. Speak over yourself that says, I'm awesome. I'm fearfully, wonderfully made. My body is a temple of the most high God. I thank you, God, that you've created me beautiful and lovely and wonderful. Um, you might be quote unquote sick in your finances or in your overall mindset of your identity, or you might need to uproot some people from your life. Number two, you might need to spend time with the one, more time with the one person that you know pours into you. You might need to join the powerhouse community. You might need to, you know, become friends with girls who actually understand what you're going through working two jobs and putting yourself through school and trying to pay for pageants and trying to do community service and blah, 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 blah. Okay. You might have other areas of your life that we haven't even mentioned. That is where you're struggling with mental blocks. Okay. I want you guys to cycle through these areas and to become self-aware, like we talked about in number one, of where is the glitch? Where is the glitch? And then I want you to break it down and shatter it into a million pieces, create a vision around that, create a plan around that, which will help you feel a sense of control. And I want you guys to back up to just one or two things that you can do in those areas. Okay. And I want you to, to start to talk to yourself of, okay, what are these things that are actual reality that I know as truth? And what are these things that I've just completely made up in my head and that I actually have more control over than I think that I do? And I'm currently, because I'm wallowing in this mental block and doing nothing to get myself to the end goal that I even want to be at, okay? So that's going to help you guys a ton with struggling with mental blocks and help you press forward. Okay, now last but not least, this is my favorite one. I mentioned this on my Instagram a little bit earlier today. I want you guys to, number seven, schedule the fun in your life. Schedule the fun. I'm getting way better at this, but I used to be horrible at it because I'm a workhorse and if I could literally work 12 hours a day, I would because I love what I do. You know, it's a blessing that I get to do what I love. Um, I get to pour into people for a living and encourage people and strengthen people and help people get free and that's just a huge blessing, right? Um, but what I'm really bad at, um, I should say getting better and honestly growing in more self-awareness about is that I need fun in my life. So what I want you guys to do, we're writing tons of lists today. Hello, journaling. I want you guys to make a list of the top 10 things that are just like so fun for you. Okay. Maybe a night to yourself in your bed when you're in your bed by 8.30 and you watch a movie on Netflix and you're eating snacks in bed, drinking some water, or your favorite fizzy drink. Maybe that's like heaven on earth for you. Maybe it's a night with friends eating dinner with the people that you love that are, are number two, right? Maybe it is a night playing, you know, a sand volleyball league. Maybe it's going to a movie. Maybe it's, you know, writing. Maybe it's sitting and reading and just having some quiet time. Maybe it's um, playing piano in a house by yourself, you know, when no one else is home or grabbing out your old keyboard that you haven't dusted off in three years. Maybe it's dancing in your apartment when no one's home. Maybe it's trying a new food. Maybe it's traveling. 
whatever it is for you guys, maybe it's going and getting a massage. Maybe it's um, going, getting a facial, taking better care of your health. Maybe it's going to the gym, whatever those fun things are for you guys. I want to make sure that you guys are, um, sustaining yourselves, but not working too hard by really measuring, um, what that rest should look like in your life. Uh, I think that you'll be amazed if you guys actually do this. I would love to, if you want to show me your list for accountability, fantastic. You want to DM it to me. Otherwise, um, put on your story, you know, whatever way you guys feel like you need to hold yourself accountable. I'd love to just hear some more ideas because I love to have fun. I love to travel. Traveling is one of mine. Um, I love massages, even though I get them like once a year. You guys can hold me accountable for that. I love playing sports. I love being outside. I love seeing my family and playing cards. I love uh, group gatherings and going to dinner together. I'm doing that tonight with my fam or with my basically family, with my friends. Um, but I want you guys to make a list and I want you guys to hold yourself accountable for at least once a week doing one of these things where you're building this fun into your life. What this will do is it'll help you progress to work harder um, in the times when you are 100% in work mode. Then in the times when you're in 100% play mode, you don't have to feel bad about watching Netflix for an hour. You don't have to feel bad about taking a self-care day because when you build this in your life, then you are telling yourself, I deserve this. Okay. So those seven things I hope helped you guys today. I know I was preaching to myself about this. So exciting. We have so many exciting things happening at Powerhouse. Our new clients will start coaching one-on-one -on -one, um, the first week of August. And if you guys are looking for more support over the course of your year, or you know that you've been listening to this and procrastinating for a long time, and you feel like we're the right family for you, hop on a strategy call with us. It's on our website. You guys can get... Um, together with that link or always DM us at powerhouse pageantry or at Megan underscore Swanson. I love you guys with that. We'll chat next week. If you're ready to take your pageant life to a whole new level, make sure to join us in the powerhouse inner circle where personal development meets pageantry. Each month, for less than the cost of one coaching session with me, you'll get all my best coaching strategies through two live group coaching sessions, a companion guide to make it stick, and a community to grow with during your pageant prep. Head on over to powerhousepageantry.com forward slash inner circle to learn more and to see if there's a spot for you. Finally, thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I know life is busy and that you may be listening on your commute, at the gym, or while cooking in between classes. We love helping you unlock the winner within you. And if you love this podcast, it would mean the world to us if you'd subscribe. If this episode really hit home for you, don't hesitate to let us know on Instagram by screenshotting this episode and sharing it to your story or by texting it to that one friend who really needs to hear this. It's all about spreading sisterhood and helping other powerhouse women like yourself grow. And remember, if you're ready to go all in on your pageant prep and to link arms with other achievers who want to win their pageants and win in life, our powerhouse inner circle could be the place for you. For questions, to work with us, or for topics you'd like us to cover, email info at powerhousepageantry.com and we'll be in touch. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next week.